Good evening, everyone. We'd like to introduce you to the first ever podcast titled Art of Living. We'd like to introduce you to my co-hosts and great friends, Omid Karimi and Humam Hamado. And we'll be sharing a little bit about ourselves um, with the background of our professions and interests and what has led us to be a part of the Art of Living podcast. Um, so first and foremost, I would like to introduce you to Mr. Omid Karimi. Hi, everyone. Um, to, uh, it is a little hard to want to speak about yourself, but I'm going to try my best. Uh, uh, basically, I've been uh, spending my most of my life uh, living in the uh, luxury part of retail, uh, specifically in the fashion industry. I've had uh, the uh, privilege and been lucky enough to uh, see the world in that perspective of um, you know traveling through it and uh, having the ability to grow in it and grow with it as well. Uh, so um, currently I do uh, business consulting. Uh, I uh, have my own company as a business consultant as well as I am um, designing my own uh, men's brand uh, hopefully will be launched in February 2019. Um, I'm privileged as well as uh, you know feeling very lucky to um, befriended these two fine gentlemen and uh, through this uh, you know we have talked about a lot of wonderful topics and of course life uh, we are uh, you know in the passion business and uh, always talk about what we love to do and um, being lucky enough uh, doing what we love um, you know has created this opportunity for us to speak about the art of living and how uh, we like to live and uh, through what we do living through what we do which is uh, we're hoping that we live through style and through fashion and the passion that we have for what we do but in, uh, in the other form as well, uh, we want to talk about the art of fulfillment uh, in life as well as which is the biggest part of living life and uh, art of living, um, you know, doing things with style, uh, obviously uh, anything done with style, even the most basic things, uh, I believe um, it takes it to a different level. So, and uh, through that, at the end, you will probably have a little bit of a more fulfilling opportunity in life and looking at it under that lens. So here we're going to be talking about some of those topics and one of the first topics of that was, would be uh, how to be a gentleman or you know uh, living through that label uh, if we uh, we call it uh, and how it is uh, one can live under the circumstances of style and uh, being a gentleman what does that mean to one and um, you know hopefully uh, it will be beneficial for ourselves to educate ourselves through these seminars as well as to hopefully bring something to the table for everybody else to talk about so and we are hoping that people will join us through these topics and we can have uh, uh, wonderful conversations and wonderful dialogue to uh, the, the main elements of this, and I can speak with these two other gentlemen as well, uh, is about 
educating ourselves and making ourselves better. And that is what we are doing. And we're hoping through this journey, we find other people who can um, you know, be with us with, uh, to make ourselves better and also show us uh, the better way of life and the better way of fulfillment in life and better way of style, better way of uh, eating and traveling and living and all aspects of it. So please uh, be with us and please uh, join us and uh, let's, uh, let's do this wonderful journey together. Thank you, Amit, for uh, beautiful words and setting the bar really high. Um, echoing the same sentiments, it's, it's a journey, it's a process, and we're all works in progress as well. Um, so hearing new perspectives, going on a journey together, it's more about the adventure, it's more about what we face and how we, and how we face it. Um, that's important, it's not really the end goal. Um, beautifully said. Um, my name is Humam, um, good evening everyone. I co-run Style by Sarai with Jason Sarai. Um, I'm the brand manager currently. I come from a surgical and clinical background, um, so I've been in the sciences most of my life. However, um, same as these two gentlemen, I've always had an inclination for the appreciation for art, whether that be um, food, whether that be how you eat, whether that be travel, um, style and art goes across the board in every person's life and to experience new things and also open my own eyes to different ways that people experience things um, has been a big journey in and of itself and so we hope that this uh, open dialogue that's experience driven allows us all to learn more um, find even more passion and keep all of us going in a positive way. Thank you. And my name is Jason Sarai, and I'm the founder of Stave Sarai, and having my colleague, Humam Humado, as a part, an integral part of Stave Sarai, and befriending and working with uh, Omid Karimi over the past several years has uh, created the opportunity for us to come together to do this podcast because we've had countless nights and opportunities to sit down together to really delve into various conversations about life, um, whether it was style, fashion, travel, food. We always looked at things uh, in a regard where there was approach it from a level of substance and depth to understand that there was a purpose and there, there's a why behind why we're doing it not just the aesthetic and the vanity component. Um, and, and that led to us coming together to challenge uh, concepts, ideas, uh, to evolve and grow because we're all students of life and we understand that in any realm of style, uh, being a gentleman, um, appreciating craftsmanship, tradition, design, that there's history, there's the present, and then there's the future, that it's ever-evolving. So when I look at um, my own personal story is that um, there's many people that I grew up with that knew me when I was very, very young that are surprised to see that I'm in the luxury lifestyle space uh, because I grew up playing soccer um, with... Uh, um, a modest upbringing, being afforded everything in life by my parents, but 
this is something that I've grown to learn and appreciate and aspire to live more and understand and appreciate more as uh, I become older. And uh, my path professionally has gone from potentially becoming a chiropractor to deferring that to being a personal trainer and in the health and fitness space with innovative fitness and catalyst kinetics to then going into high net worth investments with RBC Dominion Securities to then creating Style by Soraya and running that full time. But the underlying uh, foundation of all of those was that it was dealing with the high net worth clientele um, and uh, elements of those that are willing to pay uh, and appreciate things that uh, you have to be mindful of why you're making those transactions. Um, and the more that I'm getting into this space, the more that I realize that we're all students and we need to educate ourselves. And this is a platform for us to grow as three professionals and uh, men that appreciate this way of life and to further that is to share that with other people to really see what other um, listeners or participants or people in our circles what their views are on these specific topics so the goal is to have different topics when we're starting these podcasts and this being our first one we thought it was fitting uh, to discuss what it what it takes to live as a gentleman what is the essence of a gentleman and we will allow um, these two fine gentlemen uh, Omid and Humam to take uh, the stage first to speak about it and the approach of our podcast is that it's free-flowing is that we have a general topic and uh, uh, area of focus within our podcast, but we follow the bouncing ball to see where this conversation will go. And then we will rein in some of these topics to see where the new direction will be. So without further ado, we will start podcast one. Um, I think uh, we, you know, uh, we, Kind of talk about basically uh, the art of living through uh, being a gentleman, uh, and then uh, I, I I believe uh, it's basically a label um, that we put on, but I think it's just a description of um, how one would live a a great life that is rewarding as well as has values. I think uh, being uh, to, in my mind, uh, you know, I, be, I believe everybody has a. Uh, different definition of a gentleman uh, you know uh, a lot of it a lot of times it's uh, reflected back in into um, materialistic uh, elements of life but uh, to me being a gentleman isn't a thing it is an entity uh, in my mind a person who is a gentleman is um, it can be anything else so uh, it's just a way of life. Uh, it means a way of life through values and principles and uh, things that you truly believe. And those are uh, part of you and uh, every cell in your body uh, as a person. And anything that you do consciously uh, reflecting of 
these principles and these values uh, and uh, you know how people see you and how you see yourselves um, every day uh, one of the main uh, things for a gentleman uh, to me is that uh, that person in my mind is a person that doesn't do things for other people's uh, views uh, everything in life is done for how he thinks and how he believes and that's kind of very very important in today's world with uh, we you know we have had discussions with human and Jason here about the elements of social media and how you know we see many people you know in today's world and see okay all these people living this life and a lot of people say oh my god this is a wonderful dream life and yeah. when you really getting a little bit closer to reality to them they know you know it is all basically a a um, mirage and that's not uh, not real but even though if it was are those things that we're going to measure ourselves with um, yeah, true. what are our measuring tools for life is obviously it is wonderful uh, to to have those things it's nothing wrong with them however are those the only purpose in life so uh, and i think those are some of the things that we can definitely talk about uh, in more detail but uh, in reality uh, at the end of the day uh, how we live um, and how we breathe how we eat um, everything that uh, you know that is why for example uh, a gentleman is healthy not because he has to go to the gym to show off to people that yeah. he's going to the gym he is healthy because that is his values he yes. eats healthy because that is his values he's kind to people because that is his values yeah. uh, none of those are for shows you know if a gentleman wants to wear a wonderful suit it is for his own way of living uh, it isn't you know uh, for for anything else that is something that it pleases him and that is part of this whole entity it's uh, uh, it it's not superficial to say that it's like unfortunately it may come out that way but you know uh, drinking a wonderful glass of wine or having a beautiful dish it could be the simplest thing but as long as it's a wonderful thing and you enjoy it at the moment and it is about the moment and it's it is about that moment what is it that gives you that opportunity in life that appreciation for that thing that you do and that's where it's part of it it's a big part of it and i think uh we hopefully we get an opportunity to dive in more into do this topic because it's very close to my heart in a way that for me as a person I have evolved and looked at life from uh, my early life and how you know like most people you look at things you're very ambitious and uh, you know you look at things materialistic things in a different view and when you uh, and even people and people's view on your life of how important becomes uh, they are in certain part of your life and later on in life you you look at it completely differently and uh, you know those are some of the things uh, that I like to hear everybody's uh, sort of views as well as I like to talk about myself as well. No, thank you. Thank you, Amit. I, 
I like the question you posed about what tools do we use to measure um, our lives and ourselves. And I think that's a good uh, point of uh, discussion for another podcast. But um, I, I do agree with you about how it's, it's about every cell in your body. It's about every single aspect of your being and every single part of you that you should uphold. And it's about your values and what you are basically a constant within your own self. And upholding that is what sort of encapsulate what's, what being a gentleman is. Um, I, I kind of want to take a route into looking into the word gentleman and where it comes from. And then also how we associate that to what you were saying about your values and what everything that is associated with the label comes with. And so if we look back at the word gentleman, it, has, it comes from the social status and hierarchy um, in England. Um, and it shows a certain type of people that have status. Um, so in England, it's, it's part of the social status and hierarchy of people. Um, in the system there at the time um, and we look at it in that regards it's in a western um, definition and demographic and if you look at eastern you look at confucianism there is also the notion of the noble man or the great man and then also the lesser person um, so we see these themes throughout human history we see them throughout um, recent history we see them uh, throughout our present day lives and so I feel like the, the word gentleman has taken, has worn, itself has worn many hats throughout time. Um, but then today we have the luxury, um, and I use that word term loosely to define it to what we want it to be as. Because it's not tied down to any social class. It's not tied down to any specific ethnicity. It's not tied down to a certain type of people or group of people. Um, if you choose to uphold your beliefs in a positive manner, if you choose to impact people positively, positively and if you choose to do so with confidence um, and with appreciation of the fine things in life, then you're free to do so as you wish. You don't have to have some blood in you or some upbringing in you to do so. It's a choice that you want to make and you persevere every day to always make. And that's just a couple of my thoughts. And uh, building on that, and uh, uh, not from a history standpoint, but from you break up the two words, gentle and man, um, I think there's one component is like this masculinity approach to gentlemen and stuff, but there's an act of caring and loving. And I think if you approach most things in lo uh, life from uh, a, a standpoint of love, that when you appreciate things and you treat it as such, good things are going to come from it. Um, and, and I think that's with your interactions, uh, uh, decorum, um, how, you, how you dress. Those are all things that the byproduct of being a loving, caring, kind person, there's no downside to that. Um, and when I look at gentlemen, um, it has been something that has been diluted and a lot of people don't know what it takes to be a gentleman anymore um, it and becomes a hashtag yes and and it's like something where people will use that it's like you know ladies and gentlemen or it's like you dress well and it's like oh you look very gentlemanly today and um, 
it's a, for myself I look as to be a gentleman it's not something that I think that I truly am in every component it's something that I aspire to be uh, because there's so many areas that I can improve and raise the bar within myself personally to show that I'm executing this on a daily basis that I am opening doors at every opportunity and um, I am being conscious and mindful um, of making the right action and doing the right action and that's why um, being a gentleman it isn't about you know who you are underneath it's about your actions that define you and it requires you to do these actions on a daily so for you to say and do things in the past or the present but then a week later you do actions that um, are, are counterproductive to that then are you in fact a gentleman yeah and right now it is a lost art and it's not just for the western world uh it's for the entire world is that it's uh, something that requires a bunch of effort education and uh, daily actions to achieve but it is something that is very real and attainable and, and it's something that our, our my goal personally by trying to build out Style by Sarai with my colleagues, with our clientele, with our coaches and our you know supporting system is to make an impact where this becomes an aspiration for people to achieve regardless of their financial stature or their uh, um, interest in style and fashion. And a gentleman can be for any ethnicity, any background any interests it, it's a way of being I'm just going to throw out a question um, to either of you and let me know your thoughts was there a point or a tangible time in your lives that you decided that you do want to pursue this path of being a gentleman or having a certain set of values um, or was it always there but you had to tap into it at a specific age or in, during a specific event what propelled you or pushed you to be on this path? I can, I'll take it first if you don't mind, Omid. Um, this was only a few years ago. So this is, I was already on the path of uh, wanting to evolve and grow. Uh, and it was uh, an etiquette dining class. And it was an eye-opener for me because uh, growing up, uh, with my, my parents originally coming here from India, um, the majority of meals that we ate was required by us eating by hand. So we didn't use utensils as often as many people in the West do. Um, and my parents still taught me how to eat well. I went to a public school, so we weren't um, afforded the education where we were taught American and European forms of etiquette. So here I am as a grown adult and four years already into my style consulting business and already had started Sarai Bespoke. And my friend's wife had started a, a etiquette and dining consulting business. Um, it was called Table Smarts at the time. And 
It was a, a humbling exercise and class to go through because this class is not just for grown-ups, it was also for children. So they had classes uh, where people would send their kids to learn this because it's a lost art. If your parents aren't originally from Europe or uh, a background that this was like of U European colonies, so there's places in Africa, places in uh, uh, in Asia that have European influence where it is part of the upbringing. Um, so to know that kids are being taught this and here we are as adults and we're being shown, you know, the placement of forks, knives, spoons, um, the order, how to pass things and how a proper dining experience occurs, it showed how much room there was to grow and in just one avenue too. in just one yeah. avenue and that's where this the art of living there's multiple silos that complete this to make it holistic and to be a specialist and uh, know everything to be able to execute that so well it is very tough so that's why it's it's ever evolving and in this one area if I had learned that maybe 10 years prior, maybe at that stage of my life, I wouldn't have been humble enough or I would have had some ego and, yeah. and would have uh, appreciated to that uh, uh, degree. But I was a student and I loved learning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not supposed to have soup and you're supposed to blow on yeah. it. It's like eat around the edges because the core yeah. would be hot. That reminds then, me, yeah, that reminds me also when you gave me the Brooks Brothers book on how to be a gentleman. I think towards the last pages, it was, it, it had an entire chapter on how to eat an artichoke. Yes. And that, I sort of had the same epiphany. I'm like, there's an entire chapter on how to eat an artichoke. Like, what is this world where there's such appreciation to the, even the finest things of how to eat a specific singular food item? in a way that is gentlemanly-like. So I, I agree with you on the, the and, food and etiquette-wise. And what I like about that is the underlying principles of each of these silos translates to another component of life. So when you break things down to do it in a way that you appreciate it fully, um, you slow things down and you're not rushing it, it allows you to fully experience it, be a part of it, and, and appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and I think we now live in a time where everything is rushed. Um, everything is on the superficial, that there isn't a level of depth. And I think to live and be a true gentleman and lady, there has to be not just the superficial, there has to be substance and depth. Um, and the only way to actually grow and learn is to go to those layers and that requires education and time. Very true. What about you, Omid? Um, for me, I think, you know, I've been, you know, I think uh, for a long time, like when um, I was quite young, you know, like most people I've been on the journey of self, uh, on the journey of self-discovery uh, and, um, you know, that journey takes you to different stages. And then, uh, you know, early on um, in my life, obviously, you know, I looked at style as a very superficial thing. So, you know, it was uh, very, 
important for me uh, you know how like the concept of uh, a fine suit and everything else it was all uh, relevant to the materialistic version of it uh, then you know you grow through it and you develop more and more passion for it and you know you see uh, a 65 year old tailor in Napoli uh, you know um, tailoring a jacket and uh, someone who has started his life at the age of seven to go to tailoring school and now creating an art form uh, and then somebody will get an opportunity to uh, wear this craft this art and uh, for me then later on I realized to look at it in that perspective it wasn't when it was hanging on a, on a store uh, obviously I was you know at a $5,000 jacket or $4,000 jacket um, like as a young uh, ambition person person wanted to have that but then later on when the mature me uh, looked at it in a very different version and I was looking at it how it's created and that I think the, the part that I feel lucky uh, that I've been in the fashion industry it opened that door for me to look at life and appreciate life through that door uh, when I saw creating uh, a wonderful piece of clothing through passion that wasn't uh, manufactured, that wasn't manufactured in a masses. It was done in single piece by an artisan, by a craftsman, by somebody who has spent his entire life learning a trade to perfect it. Uh, that brought up passion. And then when I looked at a chef doing the same thing to cook a dish, when I saw a winemaker making wine, when I saw, you know, a cheesemaker making cheese and an and a, a amazing barista making an espresso, it, everything translated that way in my, my eye. But then, um, it, so it created a sense of appreciation for all these sort of things. And that was the middle stage of sort of my journey then later on, when I even matured further and that self-discovery, uh, I looked at it in philosophical way of life as well. That at the end, you know, as sad as it sounds, but it is so real that becomes satisfying uh, that at the end also none of that matters. <laughs> yeah. You don't take that wonderful suit with you. You don't take that amazing Lamborghini with you. Yes, or none of yes. that. And as well, and to have that understanding and that realization as well, it is very, very important. And that becomes, you know, stoic and, yeah, that's and philosophy. True. And and then that's, that's kind of makes a gentleman having a free spirit that knowing that the suit is not the master that he is and he's not a slave of anything mm -hmm. he's not a slave of that suit or of that house or that he knows to appreciate it but at the matter of second if he loses it he's still a gentleman very true with the suit and without the suit and that is what the fundamental elements of a person is a, a gentleman, within Nietzsche's word, 
he doesn't follow the herds. Mm -hmm. He's not part of the herds. He is a standing individual on its own that people follow or he is by himself somewhere standing alone yeah. because he's seldom understood because that is the thing this is the concept when you are not seeking other people's approvals all the time sometimes that becomes lonely Very true. and you you go somewhere and you are on your own because you really have matured enough through your journey as a person that you don't live life through other people's lenses. You live it only through your own and what's important for you. If you wear a wonderful suit, it is because of the artistry of it. It's not because it looks good on Instagram. If, if you have a great dish, it isn't to, you know, showcase it and yeah. hashtag it Leave somewhere it is yeah. exactly it is for so and that is the thing like um, uh, and then I think that is why you become part of that as well you 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 learn the art you learn the art in a way that like Jason said you know etiquette so for example like he said in India the etiquette is to eat with your hand in middle east most places yeah. are the same and then you exactly. know in in london you have to have forks and knives and so who says what's right or what's wrong but obviously the dominant culture today's world obviously it's the western culture so a lot of people tend to follow that trend however the a gentleman would learn all those things the gentleman yes. who could be in china and in japan and then because it's not you're not closing your mind to doors you're yes. not you're not closing doors in your mind and that is the thing it's like you're receptive to all cultures exactly. and you will learn it to the highest level yes. you you learn culture and that is what being cultured means mm -hmm. uh, being uh, being educated means that you actually are open to possibilities you know and this is where um, etiquette to me is uh, is that the fact that you can sit down on a floor in Jordan in, or in Morocco yeah. or in Japan or on a table with the Queen of England and should not make any difference and you should know how to behave and how to carry yourself in every single in every single situation and yeah. I think that's kind of brings it down to I think that's a, a great uh, point is that if you take a gentleman or lady out of their area of comfort and you put them in another place that their actions and their way of being wouldn't be affected because they would be able to acclimatize and understand the appropriate way to approach it so that it's still you know respected or and not, uh, it's yeah. understanded and they would be able to blend in exactly because it's I, I find some people's uh, understanding or thoughts of a gentleman or thought of thoughts of this is more on the pretentious and no, social no. hierarchy you and don't it has want things nothing to, to do you. with that yeah uh, it's that in any uh, realm of that that your current life is in these are actions that you can make to do 
the best of what you can in each of these areas to appreciate yes. and treat people well um, and then also be respective of the cultures and uh, the practices that are done in those respective areas. Very true. So I, I, I love that yeah. you, you brought that up. That, that, that gives me, uh, that actually reminds me of uh, a place that, or part of myself that I'm lacking in is even when we, uh, when we travel to Italy, usually um, uh, locals or people that work in many of the stores or restaurants or cafes, they accommodate to myself in, in speaking in English. However, I think uh, from our discussions and what Omid was talking about, I feel like a point that I want to work on is also being in a position where I can converse, let's say in Italian, or if I go to a different country, converse in that language or learn that culture, to not have everything catered to me just because I speak English and I come from a Western country, but for me, for myself to be in a position of understanding, learn just enough to be able to converse, but move away from expecting to be catered to. I feel like uh, from the discussion that yourself, Jason, was having and Omid, when you're talking about, you want to be receptive and you want to be able to be malleable to basically fit in anywhere yeah, in a very elegant way. Yeah, and I think that it, like when you, a lot of what you're saying is it's about connection. Yes. And uh, finding that commonality, connecting on a deeper level is, yes, English is probably something that most people understand and they'll gravitate to because they need to for tourists and what mm -hmm. have you. But it's when you speak in their common language or tongue, it's, it allows them to feel that, okay, there's this element of respect Big time. and there's the effort. Even if it's not done fluently, it's just the candor of like, oh my gosh, you're trying. How yeah. did you learn this? And with Omid and I both taking Italian lessons right now and with yourself entertaining yes. doing this, it's not required. Uh, we don't have to. And now there's apps that translate it real time for us to get by. But it's a choice that we're making because it's one, it's a challenge to one, learn and understand something, but to embrace and truly um, experience, for example, the Italian way of life. Well, if you speak Italian, it allow you to participate a little bit more of that. And understand it more. And, and that goes to any kind of country that you frequently visit. I think it's worth entertaining to do that. Yeah, but the thing is, like, for example, a big part of, you know, that what we talked about living and living as a gentleman and to self-discovery and improvement is obviously traveling, you know. And so... Uh, this is the thing for me. I was always amazed how s s most people don't know how to travel, <laughs> even though they may see the whole world, they haven't seen nothing. To me, a gentleman is never a tourist. It's always a local, mm -hmm. anywhere they go. A gentleman anywhere it is is a local, because he's he's so adaptable. He he so easily fits into any culture and understanding of it in a, such a high level that they all, he's always treated as a local, you know? So it's no, never a tourist. And the way, the art of traveling, that we hopefully it'll be one of our topics later on, it's so related to art of living and being a gentleman. Because without, 
a person who hasn't seen the world, it is very hard for for that person to say, you know, obviously they can be kind and everything else, and they can. I'm not saying they can't be a gentleman, but it's just it will be hard to to be in that level of uh, things. Traveling is what opens your eyes to the world, and but primarily when you you, you travel and you connect to people like you said Jason it's like in a different level and that level is uh, that you can actually make friends anywhere uh, anywhere that you are that you can connect with people that you can tell stories that their stories are your stories and uh, your stories theirs and you are never a stranger anywhere borders don't mean to you that's another thing with a gentleman a gentleman is a human citizen it's a he's not uh, a nationality you know yeah. he's not you know indian or english or this he's a citizen of the world you know borders don't mean to him anything you know he is welcomed anywhere and he welcomes everybody yes. and those are things of values and this is where you know um the, the, the thing is, like, uh, we sometimes, a lot of times when we talk about that a lot, when we say gentlemen, some of the things, like, if you refer it back to movies, you know, it always comes back, like, let's say a person like James Bond. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in a way, like, uh, in a Sean Connery's world, like, that is kind of, uh, in a, uh, obviously, a little bit of an unrealistic way. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know, it, it is true look at, he does everything in a, a little bit of a perfectionist you know he can be in, in he's local anywhere you know yeah. he goes to a corner store in a little town in in africa and he can blend in with people and then you know then he he can put his tuxedo back and have a martini with a lady somewhere and then you know and understands the those languages and the type of occasions that he is in and uh, he's never a stranger uh, and neither he's ever strange to anything you know yes. and that's the thing and i think uh, those are qualities of uh, of a person to to that level and it is a very high level and it is like it's a truly a journey that never ends uh you know and it has to be a journey of passion that one absolutely desires to to learn uh it, and it is something that you kind of, uh, that is why your upbringing has quite a bit into it as well. Yes. When, uh, like eventually when your mom and dad and tells you how you, they've built up that foundation or your early in your life, somehow those foundations are built into you and you just try to perfect those throughout life and you just taking on that journey throughout life and you know you discovering different things and each time you all you know like for example a prime example of that like how uh, you know I've met you guys and I think that has been a, a wonderful journey and discovery we traveled together to Italy and yeah, through that yeah. like we found a lot more of each other and you know and that through each other we have met so many other people and yeah. and uh, even we have been a source of discovery 
for each other in many different ways of life as well. And that's what it is. To me, that is. You surround yourself with people who make you better every day. Yes. You know, that they push you to be a better person. They, their ideals for you. And that's the thing. That's another thing. A gentleman always surrounds himself with that kind of things, you know, uh, with the kind of people that will make him better. So that's true with, with saying that component, it's, you know, it's a responsibility for, you know, when parents are doing, teaching their kids, you know, proper manners, teachers at schools are teaching kids, you know, these components, there is a, the earlier people are taught these things, the more likely that they're going to be acting that way. But there is no age that stops you from starting. Mm -hmm. yeah. The biggest thing is, is that it's daily repetition and it's practice. And the biggest thing is the environment you keep. Oh, yeah. If you're surrounding yourselves with people that are trying to live and act and grow in this manner, though, that's going to proliferate to allow you to become more of this. And it's going to hold you accountable that it has to be across all these kind of realms of life. True. And, and there's so many ways that even when you're executing it well, there's certain comp components where you can delve further to appreciate it even more. Yeah. To look at the smaller things. And when you look at a lot of what we're saying, it, it is to appreciate the beauty in so many components of life. And, and I, I think like people don't associate style or gentleman and way of being with beauty, love, craftsmanship and design, all these kind of things that when you scrape away the layers, that's what it really comes down to. And I wouldn't have thought of this 10 years ago, definitely not 15 or 20 years ago. But as I'm growing with this business, as I'm surrounding myself with people that are like-minded, with people that are at a, at a different level, uh, and, and this is where I, I'm really excited about this friendship and the business relationships that I have with Humam and Omid is that I feel that we are pushing ourselves to delve in areas that we are all interested in, we are all living, but we also know that um, there's so much room to grow and there's a lot that we can share to challenge ourselves to even grow further but to ultimately know that uh, this isn't something that we've created yeah this is a way of life that many people have lived um, but it isn't something that is practiced by many now globally True. and from from hearing both your sides and then also myself, I feel like the, the biggest blaring sort of constant in this entire dialogue has been being open-minded. Um, and so I, from what Omid was saying, from what yourself, Jason, you were saying, um, it's a lot about being open-minded about what you try, being open-minded about other people's cultures, being receptive of other people, but then also being open-minded in that you don't bar yourself from growth. And growth can be in so many aspects of your life um, so keeping like what you're saying Omid your doors open and not barring your mind because once that part of you is shut growth is really difficult to occur 
And I feel a gentleman is a person who every day, and we were talking about this earlier during lunch, Jason, about reflection. Reflection is the most important part um, in growth because, again, back to an earlier point we were making, we're always rushed nowadays. We're always, we have to get to the next appointment, the next meeting, the next email, the next call, the next day, the next week, etc., etc. We get lost in just looking in the future. Um, but in a sense, that's barring one aspect of our vision and perspectives because we're not looking at the present, let alone we're not analyzing the past and seeing how we can move forward in a very positive way, but also in a very different way if there are things that we're um, slacking on. So slowing down, being open-minded, and then reflecting is a very important aspect of being a gentleman, in my opinion, because we cannot grow unless we reflect because reflection leads to understanding and understanding leads to, okay, I need to tweak this, I need to change this, or I'm doing this really well, well, how can I keep doing it? Because again, as humans, we can have habit, but then it's very easy to fall out of habit. So it's something that you want to keep working on every single day, even if you're doing it to the best of your abilities. And yes, um, just there's, there's so much depth to it that it requires time um, and, and you appreciate it more when you start seeing how many directions it goes when you start breaking it down and seeing how it translates um, and interwines with multiple aspects of our life and that's why it's like your past your present your future there's so much importance to understanding like how do we connect with that because the more we can work on improving and living like a gentleman or a lady would be um, for, for more for fulfillment, appreciation, uh, more positivity, more growth, accountability. There's so much upside by trying to thrive for a life like this. Yeah, no, the, the thing is like... Uh you know, on, on the elements of what uh, Mom said, as well as open-mindedness, is that, uh, to me, a gentleman is never extremely radical, you know, um, and that's the thing, because uh, they're always open-minded, and they know they could always be wrong, you know, and they always leave room for that. And uh, through that, uh, you know, um, uh, they educate themselves versus sticking with something that's extreme or radical. Uh, so that's another thing that is very, very important, um, you know, in today's world, especially with a lot of, you know, obviously uh, political views and all these sort of things. Uh, a gentleman has, has uh, an extremely, you know, open mind to be part of uh, learning and part of uh, uh, a society that's uh, harmonious and, and, and real versus, this, uh, you know, divisive. Uh, so that it's always siding with, with the right side. Uh, to me, uh, you know, obviously those are opinions, but that is my opinion. The gentleman, it is always hard to, uh, it's always easy to side with evil. It's like very easy to, to stand in the side of evil. Uh, to stand on the side of uh, God and principle and right, right, righteousness, 
that is always a challenge at heart and that is what a gentleman does you know uh, that is why uh, he's not going to be worrying about speaking up and uh, saying what's right and uh, they're not politically correct ever you know a gentleman is never politically correct they do say what's right and what needs to be said uh, and they have a very gentle way of saying it and that's that's to me this is how it is uh, you know um, the um, in uh, um, somebody said you know the best way is to know all the rules so you know how to break them and I think a gentleman is that a gentleman isn't somebody who like um, Carl Jung said that uh, uh, they, they can actually do anything is the worst in the world but they choose not to do it they have the ability to do anything that can be done in evil but the thing is a gentleman chooses not to do it and that's the thing they are not weak because they can do something no they can but they won't and that's that's the difference that's the choice that they make the thing with the gentleman he knows he always has a choice to make he is never pushed against the wall yeah. and that's the thing and I think this is where uh, when you have that, that elements of freedom that elements of power in you that you know what I don't have to stand for something that I don't have to be uh, in something that I don't believe in I don't have to be in a job that I don't like I don't yeah. have to you know there's a guy like yourself all of a sudden takes a 360 uh, you know from one end to goes and open like does styling and then does style by Sarai and you know to take a step like this it it requires courage and it requires the fact that you say you know what I'm gonna do it yeah you know oh oh but yes you had to think of your mortgage yes you had to think of your but still you had that choice when you were in that row yeah you chose to do it and most people will turn around back go back and say no i'm gonna yeah. go back to my safety net yeah, and you're comfortable and exactly yeah. my comfort zone the thing to me the biggest trait of a gentleman is this and as soon as they are in the comfort zone they walk out yeah and even if that could be the most comfortable place in the world they walk out because they know they stop learning absolutely and this is those are things I think more becomes more philosophical it becomes be beyond styling you know but the funny part to me is that it always comes back to styling yeah. <laughs> you know why because at the end of the day everything is done like um, uh, I, I, I remember who said that but it was a wonderful saying and uh, he's one of uh, my favorite writers. but I will remember uh, the, the name of the person who said it but they said anything done with style is done well anything yeah. you know if uh, they're hand in hand exactly yeah. like uh, so it, the thing is when things are done by style they become art yes 
and that's what it is. So, and that is why I have been lucky enough, and I think that was a, a destiny to be in the fashion business and understand style in the visual form mm -hmm. and then take it to different level of life and taking it to be beyond visuals you yes. know and so uh, when you style a suit and a tie and a shirt and you make somebody walk out of a GQ magazine at the young age you feel like whoa I am an artist and you, you it is it is a true art you know uh, or putting a pair of jeans and a t-shirt together and making somebody feel like they walk out of GQ magazine. Yeah. And that's the starting point of it. And then it goes on and on and on. It becomes a part of life. And that is why I, I respect fashion in that yeah. element. It becomes more than materialistic elements because it taught me style yeah. and style, not just the visual elements. Yes. And I've been lucky enough to enhance that visually that I could look at things in that elements. I could look at things in elements of design and see yeah. things in that perspective. However, it even goes beyond that, that I, I like to see things in a way of style when it comes to life, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and that's why, like, for example, as I was mentioning before, traveling with style doesn't mean you have to travel in the first class, which yeah. would be wonderful if you do travel in the first <laughs> yeah. class. However, it means that when you are in the destination, how, how you discover the world, how yeah. you, you see how people eat. Like I love, I love Milan because I love how people are in cafes and you know, yeah. I love watching people. I love how old ladies in fall, they put their fur coats on, that they yeah. put their makeups on and they five or six of them at four o'clock in the afternoon sit in cafes and yeah. talk and and then the corners like young couples and you know and then that's like you just watch that and see living yeah. in the fullest way uh, you know it's just a wonderful thing and to me you know uh, you, you you go to uh, places um, anywhere in the world and you see life through that place, how yeah. they lived, and some of those places go back thousands and thousands of years. You know, you're going to, uh, you know, Istanbul, you're going to Baghdad, you're going to, you know, uh, Beirut, you go to Tokyo, you go to Shanghai, you know, you go to London, and, you know, you, you, know, you go to those places that people have lived for hundreds and thousands of years, and each generation has carried something to the next generation that they are still doing the same things. That's and then beautiful. you come to young societies like Canada, for example, and you see things in a very different way as well. But again, the art of seeing those things and being in those circumstances and living through those sort of things and instead of complaining to embrace it and, and, and appreciate it. Yeah. And that's, I think, uh, to me, uh, you know, it's kind of concludes it that uh, it is a wonderful life to have that understanding and that ability to actually open that door to your own life yeah to say you know what that's the life i'm choosing to live exactly yeah. you know and that's yeah. kind of a wonderful decision to make i i feel that absolutely you know. absolutely and it's a beautiful perspective to see 
how it all comes together in real life and in actuality. And I, I find that everything that you've been talking about is it just goes hand in hand. You talk about a gentleman is never up against a wall or in a corner and always has the choice and is confident that he can fit into anywhere and make those choices well. An aspect of dressing is that you are on your best performance. You feel good. You're confident. And that they, they parallel each other perfectly. An element of the philosophical side, which is you're never in a corner. You always have options. That same element can be translated to style because if you're well-dressed, you're well put together, you feel good, you smell good, you look good, your clothing has beautiful and details and is flattering but is also functional, well, you can never be up against the wall or in a corner because you're set and you're dialed from a visual standpoint. So that visual standpoint is actually also translated into the philosophical standpoint. So... I find it you'll be very hard pressed or it'll be very rare to see a gentleman who isn't well put together, whether that be in clothing, speech, grooming, um, again, articulation, mannerisms, they all go hand in hand because it doesn't come, come from a place of vanity or it doesn't come from a place of um, simply just visuals and aesthetic. It comes from a deeper root, but that root is actually built upon and, and is solidified by the visuals. So I feel like they're hand in hand and you can never re remove it. As well as when you bring up your point of um, when you're in Milan and you see everyone dressed up and whether they're young to old, um, teenagers to seniors, and when you're talking about how when you style someone, they feel and look as if they came out of a, came out of a GQ magazine. Well, those are hand in hand too because everybody that you've styled or are products or have benefited from products from the fashion world are now in the actual world but then everything around them is curated and styled and so it's it's a consistent growth you go from retail shop to the sidewalk the sidewalk you have storefront storefront to an amalgamation of things to, into a neighborhood and everything is curated and i feel that a gentleman always has purpose, which is what we're talking about, but also curates every single aspect of life. And that goes back again to the same philosophical point. You never are in a corner. You always have a choice. So if you cur curate where you go, what you choose to eat, what you choose to drink, how you choose to, um, in, how you choose to interact with people, how you, the words you choose to use, that also um, encapsulates who you are and who you wish to be because you never leave anything to chance but then that same philosophical point that i'm talking about now can go back to style in suits because when you go bespoke or custom you never leave anything to, to chance either so there's so many parallels um the distinction or the separation becomes very uh porous uh, i and building off both of those it's uh the one thing we can control is those choices of what we wear, how we dress, what we put on, how we're going to be able to interact with people, circumstances, experiences, because when you choose to wear things that aren't going to be received well, well, that's going to change the outcome of that experience from those people that are going to be providing it. So if you're going to eat at a restaurant and it does impact or affect 
the way that people are going to perceive or your vibe or your energy. So there's so much control that we can have from the clothes that we wear, the information that we consume, like for our appreciation for food, wine, arts, that requires a level of time and education to further enhance ourselves to appreciate those things when we have that opportunity to appreciate it. That's why it, there's a lot of opportunity to control our ability to appreciate these things in life. The most simplistic things, the most complex things, these are all things that we can control and it really ultimately comes down to ourselves as individuals to make those choices and one of the very first choices is, is like, uh, you know, it comes back to style and fashion. And that's why when you take away the aesthetic and vanity component to it, it is a primer and sets you up for how you approach the world, how you approach experiences and what you're going to be um, putting out in terms of energy and then also what you're taking back. Um, and the same can be said for the education and what you consume that can be at various times in the day and the experiences that you do. But these are all things that complement this art of living. And this goes beyond being a, living as a gentleman or a lady. It's um, this, this is a lifestyle. Um, I think that my last point is also, uh, you know, a gentleman also uh, never uh, takes shortcuts because uh, the the thing is in life I believe there is nothing uh, 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 that comes kind of easy that's how it is that's that's living uh, like you know you, you climb Mount Everest if anybody chooses to do so there is no shortcut to that uh, there is no shortcut to making a wonderful bespoke suit you know by the time one is made uh, there could be 1000 mass marketed suit made so by the time a bespoke shoe is made you know a uh, hundred uh, other shoes could be manufactured so uh, there is no shortcuts to life so a gentleman doesn't take shortcuts so uh, when it comes to clothing himself it's the same principles like um, he wakes up you know you make your bed and you know you you don't take shortcuts in providing yourself with a wonderful meal uh, you don't take shortcuts to uh, open your mind and see the world to travel nor do you take a shortcut how you look why would you why would you get up and walk out without taking a wonderful shower or shave or style yourself and put a wonderful piece of clothing on that you, you, feel, you feel wonderful on. And, you know, why not smell great? You know, and those are choices in life that we make. We don't have to, neither we have to eat a great meal. We don't have to cook, but we do, and you know, we don't have to, uh, you know, in everything. Uh, there is somebody's idea of a, a wine is a 
carton of wine that could give him buzz and somebody else's is a whole idea of harvesting a perfect grape and you know taking it and putting it the perfect uh, uh, conditions and the perfect uh, ground and the perfect climate and the perfect land and the perfect country and the perfect person doing it yeah. and the timelines and years to come and just that single glass is the world at that moment and then you say why not yeah you know exactly and that's i guess it comes into that at the end of the day the question why not and that's what the gentleman asks while the rest of the world the different i think it is only as simple as this the difference between ordinary and extraordinary most of the world choose to be ordinary and again uh, I quote Nietzsche uh, again, choose to be a herd, while a gentleman chooses to be an extraordinary. And it's a choice. Every single person in any ethnicity, any nationality, any border can make. But most may take the shortcut. A gentleman doesn't. No shortcuts in life. Choose to be extraordinary. And that's what, uh, at the end of the day, it's all about. And... Uh, being extraordinary it's a big responsibility you know unfortunately nothing is easy about being extraordinary nothing and uh, uh, you know and style is a major element of being extraordinary and being extraordinary is very little physical it's mental and it is it's an ideology and uh, so um, uh, at the end, I'm, I'm hoping that I, I really enjoyed this sort of discussion. And I think this is what has brought us <laughs> closer together because we all in depth, we enjoy this kind of discussion. And this kind of discussion has made us grow so much ourselves. And we're hoping through this, we sort of connect with more people like ourselves that help us uh, again to grow and have wonderful, wonderful conversations and discussions about topics like this. Uh, and that is why we have chosen to do it freestyle in a way that it is really, there are no borders here. There are, we are, as ourselves, call ourselves, we are a, a ring of gentlemen here <laughs> that uh, we hope that connect to our world through this door and through this uh, media and uh, uh, you know just make ourselves better every day so. yes well said the this is our first art of living podcast and humbling as well as exciting to listen back to this 10 or 12 episodes from now to see how we first started and that's what I like about our group and why we're doing this is that we're able to put our ego aside to being like, why not? Why can't we do this? At the core of this is that we are living and breathing this to the best of our ability, knowing that there's a room of growth. Um, and we see that there's a lot of upside to this approach to life. Um, and having traveled the world, we're seeing that not many people 
are truly living it um, on a deeper level and then where social platforms like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter exist where you can show this mirage of elements of appreciation or wanting to do this actually doing this at a greater depth and living it by actions and when people aren't seeing you yeah you're not doing when it's not anybody. influenced by work or by your peers or by your colleagues or your circle of influence are you still acting in that manner so to not have a full structure this bodes well for the synergy within our group is because we were already having conversations like this and we will continue having conversations but as we always do both individually and collectively our goal is to evolve and grow and make this something uh, that you as the audience do take components of information away nuggets of information where it challenges you to think either in a, a, a same way or in a different way uh, to ultimately, you know, and, and we're hopeful that it will lead for you to entertain how to uh, embrace and live this way. Um, and also for us to receive feedback and comments for, to hear your perspectives and how we can implement change or solidify values in our lives or just hear a different perspective and appreciate that for what it is. And speak about certain topics. When we look at lifestyle, it involves everything. Style is everything. So this is the first of many podcasts and we're excited that we got the first one in the books. So once again, my name is Jason Sarai. I want to thank you for listening to our first Art of Living podcast and um, what it takes to live as a gentleman and want to thank our co-hosts, Mr. Omid Karimi and Mr. Humam Humado for being a part of uh, our podcast and participating in episode one. Thank you all for uh, listening and tuning in. Thank you. Till next time. Ciao. Ciao.